Thanks for checking out the CNEME podcast. This week, we sit down with Mr. Moore from the middle school and high school. Uh, this is the CNE and Me podcast. Uh, it's part of our recognizing teachers of the month and staff members of the month. Uh, you were one of our first uh, teacher of the month award winners last uh, December, I think. Yes. Thanks for joining us. I know you don't have a whole lot of time. It's your plan, Bo. So I appreciate you taking some time out of your day. No problem. It's important. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I just did one over at the middle school the other day, and we had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, so what we do is it's 10 questions. Are you ready for 10 questions? Let's do it. Okay. So how long you been teaching? I've been teaching 18 years. Holy moly. How many of them were here? I, I've spent 16 here. I spent two years teaching at a middle school before I got here. Yeah? Yeah. And about the exact opposite corner of the state of Ohio. Oh, really? Couldn't yes. get any farther away. You were right. up in the corner by Pennsylvania then? Yes. Oh, my gosh. What was the name of that school? Uh, that was Mineral Ridge Middle School. Oh, that didn't even come off the tongue well. I know, it? I know. It's, it's, it's crazy when you talk about it. And it was, it's a smaller school district than here. Um, and it's, it's on Route 46, Trumbull County. That's where I grew up. Uh, and on my mom's side of the family, like, everybody's a teacher. And uh, when I was teaching there, Route 46 runs north and south. And we had six schools in a row that we had a music teacher at. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. They called us the 46th Connection. Really? Yeah. So there's that many people just yes. lined up in your yeah. family. Oh, that's awesome. So here's the tricky question for you. Try describing the kids that you teach in three words or less. Okay. So the easy way is... You're out of words. Uh, uh, band and drama. Um, oh. But I think the more thing, when I think about the high school band and any of the bands that I have, um, uh, Mr. Pritchard and I came up, he actually came up with this term, uh, Fun Factory. Fun Factory. Yeah. Kids love it. I mean, I they know, love the fun. band here. There's over 100 kids. I mean, you're a fourth of the high school. Yes. What you do is a fourth of our kids. Yes. That's phenomenal. Yes. So uh, what made you pick here? Um, so <laughs> the, the short answer is um, I needed to move to the Cincinnati area, and this was a place that had a band job. Uh, the funny story is I went to a job fair and I met Wayne Johnson and Gary Scarth. And Gary Scarth was like the assistant superintendent at that time. He was a band guy. And uh, Wayne Johnson was always a football coach. Um, and when I'm talking to them at this job fair, they were one of two schools that had a job opening for band. And every answer I said to Gary Scarth was the like opposite of what the right answer would have been to him. Like he went to Miami uh, and I was from OU. Oh, yeah, there's no love lost He's there. He's a tuba player, and I'm a trumpet player. And <laughs> He's like, you're a, a diva. Yeah, but apparently they remember me, and that, that got me an interview. So um, I remember teaching after – I taught a whole day at Mineral Ridge Middle School, hopped in the car, drove all the way across the state of Ohio to do an interview. Uh, oh, my gosh. Back, back before GPS. It was like MapQuest directions. And there's no and quick way to finally get to 71, is there? No. No, you had to you had to shoot across seventy six, um, go through Akron. Oh uh, man! Came down through Columbus, and then uh, I stopped at a rest area and and put on my suit. Uh, and then the map crest directions had me take this like backwards way to get here. Like it did not tell you it was like right on Route fifty. And <laughs> so you're trying to read the directions yes. and look through stuff. And yeah. Some of those take you to like a cornfield. I don't yeah. know. If you've, yeah. You've had people come to visit you, and they're like, I don't think I'm at the school anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I've learned, you know, it's like, just stay on 50, pull in there, and if you're coming to the band room, it's like, 
go all the way into the football field, and then we're by the dumpster. <laughs> now, now we have those cool labels. I'm like, a C12. About to wear C12. <laughs> Just keep walking around the building. You'll find yeah. it. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I wanted my own high school band, and that was the appealing part. I taught middle school for two years, and I'm like, I can do middle school and high school here. Uh, the band program was small. Um, I think the more important question as to what made me pick here is what makes you stay here. Um, that's oh, that's man. one thing. That's one thing I've seen through my time here is like there's been so many good people that like this has just been a stepping stone for. And I've had that. I mean, there's been times where people are like, "You should apply for this job," and I'm like, "I kind of like what I got going on here." And I mean, if I look back, you know. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. It's just, it's, 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 this is a place. And like, the people here make up this school. It's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it's like, I have band boosters, uh, Gina Galvin and, and uh, Jenny, that have no kids in band. They haven't had a kid in band for like 10 years, and they're still here working all the time. And, and uh, just for the man, because they like the program and they like what we're doing. And the band for me has been this like, uh, it's almost like you're an outside groupie. I didn't do any instruments. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about music. And you watch a hundred kids love doing something like that. And the parents, I mean, you do. You have parents that stick around and help and volunteer. And it's its, its own culture and uh, community inside of a bigger community, which is really neat. Yeah. So that's your reason why you stayed, huh? I, I'm, yeah, I've had all this stuff. I kind of like it. I thought it was a cool place. Uh, I met some cool people here. Um when, when, when I came here, you know, there were some cool kids, and they, they I have an alumni band that shows up at homecoming. Um, That's stuff like you see in the big districts. You do, and it's it's really cool to have that here. And um, I think it's great that you have this small school um, where, where kids can do everything. And I really try to encourage them to do everything. Like, I will, that, that's how I have 100 kids in band, because... You know, I have kids that are riding horses and, and are at the fair all summer. And I have kids who are playing soccer. I have a football player. And I remember when I was coaching, I was like, hey, that's a big kid. Can we have him? You're like, take him when you need him. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and the kid's like, I don't want to play. I don't, yeah. You guys can't trade me off like that. <laughs> so, I mean. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I, I like it. You know, when I started here, the band wasn't that big. It was like 25 kids. And I'd, I'd find that kid that's, you know. Someone spent the night at someone's house, and then they had to come sit at band practice over the summer. And I'm like, "Hey, here's a pair of drumsticks. <laughs> Follow everyone." Yeah, that, and that, that's what that's what I had to do to build it. You know, you have to work hard, and I've put in a lot of hard work here over 16 years to get to this point. It doesn't just happen overnight, but it's. I it's, don't think there's a teacher that puts more hours in a year in than you do. That's for sure. I mean, your your cars here constantly. <laughs> You're at just about every single event. I think it's really neat, and I think it really does pay off when you see how much the kids really adore the work that you're doing. Yeah. So I like it. So here's another one for you, and you kind of answered it already, though, but what's yeah. the educational journey that led you to teach, period? And it sounds like you got a family thing there. I do. Music's important to my family. Um, and uh, I, I talked about we had you know all those Route 46 connection with all those people. Um I decided I wanted to go into music my sophomore year of high school. My parents have always made me take like trumpet lessons and stuff. And I had my mom as my middle school band director for three years, which was a crazy experience. Like it was like she was a lady I rode to work with. And then I didn't speak. I was in her class, but I didn't speak to her. And uh, my sixth grade band had like um, 80 people in it or something like that. Like my mom was an amazing music teacher. She still is. She comes and works with our kids. Um, 
and, and my dad taught at like our rival school district. What? Um, House divided? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's and, awesome. And my mom, the school I went to with my mom, like her, her whole family went to that school. Um, and then, yeah, my, my, my sister went there too. Um, so I decided I wanted to go into music my sophomore year. Um, and I kind of thought, I'm like, I want to be a professional trumpet player. There was another guy, um, local guy, um, that went to Youngstown State. And he was just a year older than me, but he was a really great jazz player. Uh, now he has like seven CDs out. And he's like, he's played at Lincoln Center uh, with oh, Quint wow. Marsalis and stuff. Like, he's an amazing, amazing player. And I'm like, if I hadn't gone to OU... I, and I'd gone to Youngstown State, I might be a jazz trumpet player right now. But I, when I went into music, I'm like, I'm going to do the music ed thing because it's, I can be a, anybody can play trumpet, but you have to have that music ed licensure to, to teach. So at least I have that to fall back on. And then somewhere in there, it's just like, I was teaching these band camps and I'm like, I kind of like this and I'm good at this. And it's, it's a lot safer. There's more band jobs, I think, than professional trumpet playing jobs. And I'll have health insurance. <laughs> Seemed the like health insurance a, was a big, big deal. You got real <laughs> rational for a minute when it, you made your choice. No, it did. And then I, I also remember it was like, I, my, my mom taught at my school district. So it was like, I was always well behaved, I feel like, in high school. And then I went to college and went to OU and it was crazy Mr. Moore for a while. And then uh, I, I'd, we'd always have these long summer breaks. And, and winter breaks, and I, I'd always work at Kmart. That was my place where I worked. And one summer, my dad was like, you're not working at Kmart. And so I went to a temp agency, and I ended up at the Kmart Distribution Center loading oh, truck. Oh, right, so it's, like, huh? it's like I had to be at Kmart regardless. And so uh, this, this summer, and it was when I was struggling, um, like I'd lost my scholarship, one of my scholarships, and um, mom's like, you're going to come home and go to Youngstown State so I can watch you. Do your oh, work. No. Yeah, I know. Is that is that? And I'm like, I'm I'm not doing that, mom. And uh, so I'm loading this truck over the summer, and the guy is like, Yeah, I'm a music ed major, and or a music ed. He has a music ed degree or whatever, and he's loading trucks. For, that's what he does. is loading trucks at, at Kmart. And I'm like, I'm gonna finish my degree and really get a job. So I took it. My last two years, I kind of kicked it into gear. And it was that moment right there, wasn't yeah. it? It was a thing that that made me really like I want to I want to teach and I want to be good at it and um, I've always had this mind like when we did that strength builder thing with Mr. Brandt mm-hmm. you know um, strategic was my first thing and so I I think about like things I do with band a strategic and a ranger and that's exactly what I do with band I'm putting people where I think they can succeed um, and setting them up for success and it's it's really fun and well, so that's in my personality so. it definitely seems to be working for you i think that the kids have, have really proven that uh with the product that you put out there and how much fun everybody's always having um here's a question for you you're here so much what are you doing with those few minutes a day <laughs> when you're outside of the school day like what do you do to unwind what do you do with your family what are your hobbies um so you know i <laughs> i used to play hockey i don't do that anymore <laughs> Uh, I used to play trumpet like semi-professionally, and I, I don't really do that anymore. Um, the the things I do, uh, I, I love my family. I spend a lot of time with my family. So I have a, I have a wife, uh, and uh, we have a daughter that we adopted, and we have a, a foster kid with us right now. And uh, they they take up a lot of time. And then I have a Saint Bernard that's one year old. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> um, but he's a lot of fun, and uh, I love fantasy football. That's that's probably 
one of my biggest it's things. It's winding. It's over. Now I know. Right? I know. I do you do any other fantasy sports um, at all? I used to, and it's really like... Uh, fan- fantasy football is my one. I've I'm tried a, them. They're like second fiddle to fantasy football. I know. Isn't it? Uh, and I always heard this quote like, uh, "Be you should be uh, know everything about something, but something about everything." And um, originally that was me with like jazz music, and now it's kind of become fantasy football. So. <laughs> You've transitioned <laughs> to something more useless. <laughs> yes, something more useless. This is going to be for my twenty dollars bet, so I'm going to feel good about it, right? I'm not shaving my I head. I won one league. It was Did you? Yeah. yeah, I hopped on Tennessee Titans at the right time. Uh, picked everyone off the team, huh? Yes. So, uh, how about this? So, this is a good one for you, then. So, uh, question seven is funny because it's: uh, Is there a memorable moment in teaching for you that will always stand out? And that can be funny, sad, or heartwarming. Just oh man, there are so many. When I started thinking of this list, and uh, the the first time I thought about it was the day the Pepsi machines came, which is. <laughs> Just recently? <laughs> Just recently. That, the little that's things. one of the craziest things that's ever happened. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the Pepsi guys lock the keys in their truck, and I had to call Deputy Patton to come unlock it. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out the truck was unlocked the whole time. It's just well, it's, just, it's a funny story because of how how out of nowhere the whole thing happened for you. And you came in, you're like, I, I didn't expect any of this to happen today. Yeah, so. it was just a weird thing. But if I could talk, I'll, I'll tell you quickly three things um, that, that I have with my students because I get to see a lot of my students grow from middle schoolers into high schoolers into graduates, you know, into, you know, Facebook friends after they're done, they're done and they, they clearly want to come back. So uh, the, the probably the biggest thing is the time I proposed to my wife at halftime of the homecoming football game, yeah, which was pretty cool. And uh, I, I don't know how much people, you know, it's on video, but... One of the tuba players, they had the covers that say, uh, will you marry me? And uh, one of them is having an asthma attack the whole time. The whole band's down on their knees. One of them has an asthma attack, and you see, like, them holding the kid up. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's getting his inhaler out. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Held, he held his position, he right? Did, he did. Those kids took that seriously. Um, it was awesome. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where that was, I think, the first year I had Mr. Pritchard as my assistant. And I'm like, hey, is this a good idea? And um, he's like, I think so. And, like, my wife doesn't like public stuff or anything. She's probably mad that I'm talking about it right now on this, this podcast. But Don't worry. No one listens. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, and, and, and he's like, yeah, I think so. So I didn't, I didn't tell a lot of people. And then uh, Mrs. Green was the principal of the elementary. And she called me the day of. And she was like, you know all these people over here talking about you proposing? And I was like, so I got freaked out. And, uh, you couldn't back yeah. out then, right? Yeah, and I hadn't, like, told a lot of people. And so, like... Uh, my brother, my, my, my brother-in-law was working at, at Target at the time and I went to buy like an SD card to get it recorded and I, he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, actually, I'm proposing to your sister tonight. <laughs> what? So like he snuck into the game. He's like covering himself up. He's hiding in the press box. Yeah. Oh, man. It's pretty awesome. That's um, crazy. Yeah. And, and speaking of Mr. Pritchard, one of the other things is like... uh. One, one of the cool things about my job is, like, you have band camp in the summer, and I really believe that marching band should be part of the class. So, like, you're in band, you're in marching band. We're all going to do this as part of the community. And that's been a culture change that I've had to do with that group. Um, so I had band camp, and before I got here, they were one of those competitive marching bands where they were going to competitions for the judges on Saturday and playing music that's not going to appeal to a Claremont County football crowd on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um so 
I had Bandcamp, and I, I kind of, uh, the, the previous director uh, didn't really like patriotic music, and so I'm like, we're going to do a patriotic show, because I know Claremont County, we're patriotic. Mm-hmm. We love America. Yeah. This is going to be, this is going to be good, so... I did a like we did like rock songs like Neil Diamond coming to America and stuff stuff like that and so I taught this at, at band camp before the year started and they finished uh, we finished on the last day and there was like hour or something left and I'm like I'm gonna teach you guys how to dance <laughs> dance lessons at band camp so it, it was the first time I ever taught the band to dance and it's before school even starts and so. Um, I had a couple of my friends come up and I'm like, we're going to, I'm going to show you guys how to do this dance. That's when we did it over you. It was called the funk. Um, and I had a drum line guy come in and teach the percussion how to play it. So they came out and played that cadence and I showed them the dance and nobody said anything for about 30 seconds. And oh, I was like, I was like, I might be done here. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, man. And, it's and, like, and, then, oh. and then finally... Josh Pritchard. Like says, Dirty Dancing at C&E, right? Like yeah. He's like, what are you doing? And Josh Pritchard, he finally goes, that is awesome. And all it took was that one kid doing it, and everybody's like, all right, yeah, let's let's do it. And so that was how we started dancing. And uh, No kidding. Now, now you can't imagine a C&E band without dancing. And, right, yeah. And uh, it, it, was, it was a scary moment, but I, that's one of the most vivid ones is before camp. You know, and that's even before the school year starts. So it's like I could have started that year off, and it would have been a terrible year if 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 the one kid said, you know, this is stupid. What's interesting is I I don't picture you as being this risk taker, but if you think about the journey, three hours here for an interview after work, five, five yeah, well, <laughs> five hours after work, yeah, and the proposal, dancing for the first yeah. time with a band, not being a conventional marching, like you take a lot of risks, yeah. That's awesome. I don't think people would, when you see someone with bands, you're like, that, that guy's not a risk taker, but it's definitely have something. To, I mean, there's some of that in there, and you have to look at your community and see what's going to work, and you have to kind of, you test the waters out. We do, we do that stuff here, and you try to gather some data before you're making decisions, and that's what we're all about now. It's worked out for you, too. It, it, it has. I mean, and there's some things, I mean, there's things that haven't, you know, I think about that time. We tried to do a halftime show, and I'm like, we're going to do a Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. And it was so hard. I even, I even had my, like, evaluation that year. Like, he came and watched my lesson with that, and it was just a flop. Yeah. But so there is even times where you can say, well, like, I've, I've taken that risk, and it did not pay yeah. off. Yeah. And it's, the cool thing about it is if you can take that and use it as a teachable moment and – have the conversation with the kids. Well, how'd that go? What what can we do better? And show some vulnerability. Like, yeah. hey, I'm I'm willing to risk trying things, and I'm getting evaluated, and I want you guys to try it with me. I mean, that's really neat. Yeah. So here's another question for you. So, uh, what's been the biggest change you've seen or hope to see just in education? Um, I, I've I've always had, and I, I think band people, music teachers, special areas teachers have to really think about this to be successful. And it, it's the behavioral and social part of school. I think both those things together are so vital to the success of our society and things that go on. And it's, as, as testing goes on, um, it, it's almost like the specials become even more important for that social aspect. And so sometimes we're just thrown on the back burner as a special teacher. And it's, um, 
like, like today we have that career planning thing and I have a group of students, but I still have like my eighth graders. And so I'm like, I have like 17 eighth graders at the same time while I'm supposed to be doing this career planning thing. And I told them, I'm like, listen, we're going to put our, our phones away and we're going to play some board games. You're going to interact socially with, without technology. I'm like, just, you need some social time. And they're, they're pretty good kids. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to do that and, and we will do that other thing. But it's, uh, I, I just feel like that's important. Um, and it, it's important for our kids to understand that you need to, it's their job to teach their parents also um, about things that are appropriate as technology increases. Um, I've had to have that talk with my dad lots of times. And <laughs> yeah, it's definitely different to think about how much you have to model it. Uh, you got little kids at home and you think about doing that stuff here. And yeah. board games, when we were kids, that's what you could play. It yeah. wasn't that, some of this other stuff. So it is interesting to see the difference as it, as it becomes less a part of everybody's day. With well, it's one of those things where you have to be, you just have to be, it's, it's vulnerability, it's having a relationship, um, and being able to say, like, I remember, uh, it, it had to be so long ago, because it was Alexis Dross was in middle school, and I'm like, I don't know how to do something. It was when we got Gmail for the first time at school, and I'm like, I don't know how to do something. She's like, click the gear, and I'm like, oh, okay. And she was in, like, sixth grade. And I'm She's like, like, no. I'm like, all right. So, you know, the, it, it's an experience where I have that, too. And sometimes, back then, I probably didn't feel so old. Now I feel like, old man more. <laughs> It was this funny show. It was called Cheers. You guys would have liked it. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. I said that the other day. Oh, it's because we're working on Elf and we're listening to the cast recording. And I'm like, Santa Claus in, in the cast is is Norm from Cheers. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's Norm. And nobody knew what it was. And I like, made a Cheers <laughs> show a couple days ago. And it was actually with some staff. And they're like, uh, what? I'm like, ooh. I'm going to walk my little <laughs> old self out of this room. So, okay, C&E related. Yes. What about c and Is there anything here that has you super excited? Man, it's a people. Um, we, we, we have some great people here who choose to stay here. Um, you, I, I feel like we're always going to have people who, who turn and go, but, but there is a group of people here who really work hard for these kids, and, and this is home. Like, I have no tie to this school besides they had an interview and I needed to move down to this part of the state. And um, they're... they're I've always stayed here. I felt like something was wrong for a while. That's when I got involved with uh, PBIS and the Rocket Way. I'm like, there's something wrong with the school. We need to fix it. And I feel like that was a step in the right direction. And then restorative practices and building relationships has, has been good for this. And having administration that's very supportive is has been good. And having consistent administration and, and people who have interests and the philosophy of we're going to have data-based decision-making and we're not just going to randomly throw money at something and having administration stay the same for so long mm-hmm. after being here for 16 years is probably the thing that's causing the the most change and if we can keep the staff involved too um, it is neat it's neat to see the uh when someone says why are you guys doing this and having more people be able to articulate really why we're doing yeah. it because you did make that decision based off of data and resources and a group made that decision instead of just really having someone tell you this is who we are now yeah so all right one word i'll get you out of here okay describing one word working here at c and e entertaining awesome mr moore thanks for joining us i appreciate your time thanks for having me all right i'll see you later all right
Thanks for stopping by. Hope you enjoyed it. 